Coming up, readings beyond the raffle and Theoryland approved conjecture. Deep dive into the spells and scrolls of nerd culture. Absorb Stormlight. Home sympathy. Arnas, Sayadar, and Sayadin. This is Phantology. You may have heard of us. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, what's up, wannabe podcasters? This is Stephen, your host with Phantology Podcast along with my lifelong friends, Ben and Josh, talking about a new audiobook about wannabe podcasters, uh, as you might have guessed from the intro. We're talking about Dark One Forgotten by Brandon Sanderson and Dan Wells. Came out, what, a week and a half ago? Two weeks, depending on when this releases. And uh, this was an interesting project that I think maybe a lot of people have not listened to yet and are kind of curious about and on the fence about. So the goal here is to do a totally non-spoiler review. I mean, it's going to be spoilers in the sense that like, we're going to tell you what we thought of it, but no plot details. So tune in if you want to know if you'd be interested in this new book. I, I think, and also we'll give maybe like a back of the book blurb about it. Like we'll give yeah. kind of the frame yeah. for like, because yeah. So if you're like super, super, super spoiler sensitive, then maybe not, but we won't reveal any plot details or anything. Yeah. Okay, so um, I mean, without further ado, like, what's wait? What I want to do. I want to do yeah. really fast. So I'm just gonna apologize to our listeners. I went back and listened to a podcast that me and Josh did together about a different Dan Wells book, and I had recorded the podcast, and I could still not tell who was saying what. So you know, we're twins, and <laughs> really, I the edit same. the podcast, and I can I can tell who's you saying tell. what, man. I literally like I I was speaking these words and I still couldn't tell. I mean, I was listening to it on 2x speed, so that might be, you know, like yeah, that does make just speeding it up makes everything sound similar. But I don't know. I I, it was a weird experience though because I'm like, remember this being said. I don't remember if I'm the one that said it. So you want to preface every comment with who's saying what? Yeah, exactly. Like for the record, by the way, this is Ben. (laughs) I, I think you should just take Ben's audio track and just like knock it up like a few a few not a few octaves but a, mm. a, like a key or whatever i don't know how the yeah, best way to sure. say that, but just just we'll, make ben uh, sound we'll, a little bit more feminine yeah we'll make ben a castrati <laughs> well right now it's probably easy because my dog's barking downstairs so you might be hearing that all right so that out of the way uh good luck to listeners to to, to uh, <laughs> determine the difference between ben and josh i'll try to talk in between each of you maybe to break up the the same voices um okay so Maybe uh, one of you guys want to give us a back of the book blurb or tell us about this project. Like, what is this thing? So first of all, I don't know if they're calling it an audio book. I would more frame it as an audio drama. And the whole format is something that's kind of unique. That's not really being released right now. 
and I haven't really listened to like radio dramas from like the 1930s or 40s or whatever, like when the uh, radio dramas were big. But this sounds more like a modern day like radio drama than it you does like a typical audio book. You, you don't remember those, Josh? <laughs> I, I think that would be a really fun actually. That would be a fun like second podcast to start is like reviewing old radio dramas. I think that would actually be really fun. But it, this is if if you go into thinking like I'm going to listen to an audiobook, then that's not really the experience you're going to get. It's it's picture like an a audio drama that's done in like podcast form but is all stitched together so multiple voice actors and actresses it's mostly two women that are kind of the two main characters but there's a lot of Mm -hmm. different ones and it tracks this unfolding mystery um, through the lens of this woman starting a podcast to dig into a old murder of, uh, of of someone that she holds in esteem we'll say trying to just kind of be vague anyway and, so and then, it is it yeah. is sorry just to kind of pause it's a massive like homage or homage or whatever to serial homage yeah and which i think a lot of people will really resonate with because i know for me serial was a thing that got me into podcasts like back in the day you know it was kind of like the first one of the first podcasts mm-hmm. to really like uh break into like be, like become as like part of the cultural zeitgeist right and so they really did kind of capture that the feel of serial and i'm just laughing that you use homage and zeitgeist in in one comment i'm trying like, to elevate my uh you know syntax i can stand apart from josh you know he'll, he'll be down in the gutter i'll be using my my vocab words uh your lexicon my lexicon <laughs> there you go but yeah i think that it is kind of a cool tribute to that. So did they say that? Did, did they, Sanderson and Wells, like they said Serial is an inspiration? In one of his streams, he said, like, if you enjoy podcasts like Serial, then you'll probably oh, okay. enjoy this. So I got to be honest, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, which is weird because I, I, I've i probably <laughs> recorded more podcasts than I've actually listened to. Like, I'm not even joking. I just not never became a part of my day or whatever. And I never listen to serial or any similar you got a treat coming for you man dude you should listen to serial you would be you you would i did listen to that homecoming podcast that got big and there was like an apple i think an apple tv plus or it was amazon yeah so that's one that i've listened to which kind of is a little familiar anyway so this was yeah that's familiar to this okay so this was kind of a new listening experience for me like i don't listen to a ton of these things Okay. Um, so me, I, coming from a little bit different perspective, I've listened to not a lot, but like several fictional podcasts. Um, everything from like, like Slice of Life fantasy podcasts to like, uh, to stuff like Homecoming, just other kind of serialized fictional podcasts. I listened to one that was a lot like this. That was like a young, like a young teenager that was trying to do, solve a murder. It was just a lot like it with different voice actors. So I've kind of had experienced different things like this, but they were all podcasts. I, I And the, the kind of like, um, a, and again, from my perspective, the kind of book that I've been kind of working on, I'm, I'm thinking about really like doing, if I ever like release it, like doing a like podcast version of it where I would release like podcast yeah. episodes of it. Okay. So 
playing with the medium like this is really, really intriguing to me. So for that reason, I think that this was really uh, kind of, if you take it in the meta conversation, I really appreciate that um, Sanderson is kind of, is taking a charge on playing with the medium like this. Yeah. So Josh, that's, that's right. Because when you said, oh, there's nothing really being produced like this. My first thought was like, oh, I've listened to a few podcasts that are like this. And I literally had to do, like, it took me a moment to be like, but it wasn't a podcast. It was an audio yeah, book. It was an audio so, book. <laughs> well, it was an audio drama though. Like audio drama. Yeah, whatever. I listened to it on Audible. That's an audio book. Yeah. So it's interesting that I can't really think of another audio book that was pretending to be pretending to be a podcast that was pretending to be a like serial, uh, like a murder mystery, a true crime podcast. All right, so we can't really put our finger on what this thing is that we're reviewing, <laughs> but for for whatever the experience was, did it work for you? What was your review? I'll let you go first, Josh. And we'll pray. Yeah, I can't wait for yeah. Stephen because I can already see that smirk that like, oh, I'm getting ready to to roast something. Okay, so in a lot of this, in a lot of the ways, this was pretty mid for me. Like I'd say probably like if I had to give it a number, just in terms of like the plot and characters and kind of typical stuff that we talked about with um our, our reviews probably be like somewhere like a five out of ten like pretty mid but having said that i i was like uh really i just enjoyed it like i i enjoyed the experience of listening to it so like i think my enjoyment was way higher than like what i think the like actual how well they did everything is or how well they did everything if that makes any sense like I okay. just really, really enjoyed listening to it. I enjoyed the performance of the um, of the narrators. I um, it was the plot was intriguing enough. The characters were interesting enough that like I just really enjoyed listening to it. If I sit down and break it break it down, like you know, it wasn't a all time great Sanderson or even for that matter Dan Wells book. Like, but it was interesting. So it's guilty pleasure level is what you're saying. Guilty pleasure level, but also breaking ground in like a new way to present these type of stories, which is really interesting to me. So like it, it had, it fulfilled the guilty pleasure level, but also um, made me like really excited for the future of, of media going forward. Yeah, I could see that. It's kind of hard to rate because we have such a small sample size, right? So of of what this is supposed to be one thing i have i have two comments that are kind of non-spoilers but that i don't know i've subtracted from my enjoyment first it felt like a dan wells book for the first half and a sanderson book for the second half i could see that mm-hmm. yeah it's like the moment that the like uh supernatural component starts to play an active role it like switches mm-hmm. to like sanderson so that is i guess one critique and the second critique, <laughs> this might be a critique that you had, Stephen, is when two Mormon people are given access to a bleep button, then they will overuse it. it it's probably Sanderson's <laughs> fourth law now, because uh-huh. like, that is anyway, that, that's that's pretty funny. <laughs> and I I could I I know that Stephen yeah. might not appreciate that humor because he doesn't like you don't love the I don't know the humor that Sanderson has displayed in his more recent books so this one my fault yeah flare for you too. The, the ya style humor that sanderson leans into is not my favorite and we see that in a big way through just a ton of bleeping out swear words <laughs> that i guess is funny but at the same time it's just like way too much yeah it, it would be funny if it happened like like three times or something you know mm-hmm. but like if 
yeah, I, I feel like if you're gonna, if you want swearing in the book, just put swearing in the book. And if you want, like, okay, hmm, I don't want to get into spoilers, but there are times when the bleep button would make sense. And then other times, like, okay, this is kind of a very mild spoiler, but like, I'm pretty sure there is a time when she was supposed to be live streaming the podcast in which a bleep button was used, which I know can be done <laughs> if you're like in the podcast studio. Like I watched the uh, one show that Linus from Linus Tech Tip does sometimes, and they have like a bleep button that they'll like press that's sitting around the table. So like that's technically a live stream with the bleep button. I know it's possible. Uh -huh. but, like this was not that. They were like in the field. somewhere out and about yeah. doing an interview, like not, <laughs> and, and like it was bleeped. Like if you're going to commit to the bit, then like, you know, commit to the bit. And so uh, sometimes the beep, bleeps were, were funny and worked, but other times it was like, maybe no, she that, felt that bad about having the E on her, on her podcast episode. So after it was published, she went back, edited the audio, re-uploaded it, and we're listening to the version afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, maybe fair. So. Yeah. I, I, uh -huh. Anyway. But yeah, okay. That was probably my biggest pet peeve of the whole thing then. And I mean, just, it did kind of make yeah. sense. Like, I, I will say that, like, there was one character that swore a lot more than all the rest, and that would be true to life, right? Like, some people just have, like, a little bit more potty mouth. So I didn't mind the, I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even mind it that much. It was just funny to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think it was offensive swearing, and it was all bleeped anyway, but I, I just didn't, it was just so much, like, it, it it was just overused. It didn't seem natural. Yeah. Okay. So that's a pretty nitpicky thing, though. I mean, chances are that's not going to move. It might move it from like a seven to seven point five or something if they were to remove that. But okay. What? So yeah. For me, overall, it's hard to know how to rate this because I it's like a one of a kind right now. But in terms of enjoyment, I would rate it like if I'm comparing it to Tress, which is another Sanderson book that I just read. Um, I enjoyed it less than Tress, but I enjoyed it more than like the uh, I'm not a serial killer books that I've been reading. So it's probably between like uh, six and an eight for me. All right. I'll give my review. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to trash it, but I didn't really like it very much. I'll, I think part of it was the format wasn't for me. Like I didn't get the connection back to the serial killer podcast that mm. a lot of people really enjoy. So <laughs> Maybe not I'm not just serial like, killer. I don't think that the podcast or, is based. It's not. No, they're just true killer. crime. It's a true crime podcast. Okay. Yeah. True crime. True crime is what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's not a. Serial. It's called serial. So you have your homework right killer. now is to go listen to Sarah Koenig's podcast. Just anything by Sarah Koenig, and that will give you. No, like, no, yeah. serial season one. The okay, other serial, serial seasons season. are good for different reasons, but serial season one is a that's that's a trip, man. Hey, I love only murders in the building. I feel like I've done my homework. <laughs> Well, only home, only murders is basically serial, like that. They're referencing serial, like yeah. Tina Fey's character, and only murders in the building is supposed to be Sarah Koenig, like the serial lady. Hmm. Not like it's not like supposed to be her. This will like, make you appreciate kind of only murders in the building on another level as well. So you need yeah. to do this, okay? And there's been developments in the case very recently, so yeah, you should also oh yeah listen to it for that reason. So I will maybe do that. I. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to commit, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I, I didn't have that same uh, love of the, you know, of the genre that you guys had. So th there was none of that for me. And then I, 
I just didn't, I wasn't ever really attached to it. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have finished if I didn't know that we were going to be reviewing it. Once it got to like two thirds of the way through, it picked up a little bit, became a little interesting. That's when the Sanderson half of the book apparently <laughs> uh, kicked off. Uh, so, so that was a little interesting. Like I did kind of want to know like, okay, what's, what's going to happen. But by the time it was over, I just, I, I just didn't know like, what was the point of this whole book? Like, yeah. Well, that's something yeah. interesting to me because I have read nothing else in the Dark One universe. And so I didn't know if I was missing something. Well, that's why I'm so confused. And I mean, I'll, I'm not going to go into that too much because there would be spoilers, but there were just real subtle references to and and maybe some like threads that they could pick up in the future that would connect over. But there was no, based off of the Dark One story that uh, we've read from the graphic novels, there there was no need for this at all. It Honestly, it just seemed like this whole audiobook was just out there as like a way for Sanderson and Wells to work together for the first time in a really low risk format. Like not that many people are probably going to care about um, a six hour audio book slash drama slash whatever this is so it's just not really ever going to be like moving the needle in terms of in terms of much of anything for either author so it, it just felt like a way for them to put something out there and so, yeah, kind of get some so feedback i i, I kind of want to push i kind of want to push back on that a little bit because yeah. i think as an author as like sanderson as an author i think you're right like i think that this will not be like a big part of his you know like um pantheon of books um i don't think it's ever going to be talked about as one of his best books maybe it'll be talked about one as one of his worst i don't know but i think that sanderson as somebody that's trying to be a big player in the publishing industry and make changes in the publishing industry and push like the publishing industry into adopting new and relevant and like interesting things. I think that this is a really big piece of that puzzle, like showing that there can be room for more than just a, a novel that's being read like and recorded as an audiobook. that there's room for more than that. Um, I think that this is what is like a proof of concept for that. And so, yeah, I, I guess, that that's my whole thing is that yeah as mm. as a book by sanderson yeah i think you're right but as a how this fits in the publishing industry moving forward i think it's a lot more than that i mean if that's the case it almost needs like a different category or a different price point really because for 6 hours it's I, kind I of a lot I, to ask for a full audible credit i i definitely agree with that and like i kind of wish that he would did the same thing with this as he was doing with the like the the the, the Kickstarter projects. books like not making yeah. it free obviously but like finding ways to distribute it that's going to be a lot less money than an audible credit like and, and it's tough because this feels like something that you would get in like the free section of audible you know like where if you subscribe you can go listen to like one of the like thousand you know kind of just really really mid mediocre mediocre books that they have on on selection there not that all of them are bad but like i remember i was like it was october like a year ago or not even last year like two years ago and like i was like oh i kind of want to read like a little 
like slasher book and i so i went to like the the free audible section and found one and it was just like a really kind of boring like three hour story about like a serial killer like this feels a lot more like that than it does like a wheel of time book or something like that you know what i mean hey well it, it obviously just was not something that had nearly as much time spent on it as a full-length published novel would so yeah. i i think i agree with that but the voice acting was really good the like the mm-hmm. production quality of it was was really good yeah I that's think. fair it was it so was pretty good it is kind of like this weird like i don't think the plot or the humor really landed for any of us but that doesn't say that there isn't an audience that would really like it and so this it had yeah like the quality of it was was good i feel like the quality of it is around like what other audio like fictional audio podcasts i've listened to are like the maybe even yeah about that like so i don't know if like this would be better suited for something with like advertisers financing it or if it could be like a you know, just something that you can go on and buy on Spotify or buy on like, you know, Apple books or Google play books for like three ninety nine or something. And that's how you would finance it. Like it, it's just kind of, it's kind of weird. And I think they need to figure that out because so if, it's they not a traditional thing. It, if they had released it as a, as a podcast, would that have upped your enjoyment of it? I think so. But I, and I was thinking about that a lot as I was reading it or as I was listening mm-hmm. to it, but there's art at the same time. I kind of like that it's like all one thing and you can kind of do it. Like I, I enjoy binging it. So like, I don't, I don't yeah, know if it would have been like a podcast, like, and you just drop all the episodes at once. Mm-hmm. No, see, I think, I think that the way that the story would could have worked is having the anticipation week, week to week. I mean, I know a lot of people probably would have dropped off, but I don't know. It could have been fun to speculate, but then it's just a podcast. Like, I don't know. I just feel like then it's a podcast. Yeah, but it was written as a podcast. Yeah, it, I, and dear listeners, you can tell that we're obviously struggling to like really identify <laughs> what this thing is and and how it fits into like first of all Sanderson's other works because we all know him as like a prolific author that puts out like consistently very high quality content. And so you know this is just something that we're trying to figure out. I wanted to ask you guys what. Like, do you think that this bodes well for Sanderson and, and Wells collab or does this make you more nervous about it? Or is it just like, doesn't really tell you anything because it's the first thing and you just want to like give him another chance? Well, let me ask you guys, cause I haven't read any of uh, Dan Wells books. How does this compare to his books? Like, could you pick out points? Sounds like yeah. you could pick out points. So it was like, this is oh, Dan yeah. Wells. This is Brandon Sanderson. And it's and I think that that's mostly because I've been binging the John Cleaver serial killer uh, series. Like I've listened to that pretty much exclusively for the past few months, and so a lot of it, like literally, like could have been lifted from those books. You know, like whenever they're like he's describing like pro, like whenever there's a cop that's like profiling the killing that happens in this book. Yeah, like that sounds like it's coming directly from from a Dan Wells book like word for word so that's kind of and then you have the kind of intricate how does this magical power interact with the world in interesting mm-hmm. ways and that's directly you know like that's obviously right. Anderson specialty and there was like a, a little conversation about why do people need tears because they don't actually do anything well emotional emotional tears and I that's an say. that sounds like an intentionally blank episode 
<laughs> and uh, again, I, I need, I, I should listen to more podcasts. Honestly, I don't listen to, I've listened to maybe like one intentionally blank to me. It just sounded like something that Sanderson would throw in. Cause it was like his fun sciencey thing. Yeah. I mean, I could see that just being a piece of trivia that either one of them knew and decided, <laughs> decided to throw it in there. Mm-hmm. To, to answer your question. I, I totally agree with Ben. It sounded like this sounded like a, exactly what he said. And I am not a serial killer book with a Sanderson twist on it. I think that what was this created before? I think this was created like before Dan Wells came on, like had Dragon Steel. Like, I don't think that this is part of his like new Dragon uh, yeah, Steel it must, role. It must have been because he wasn't, he was announced like two but months I think his ago, name three, is on three it. months ago. No, this is a Dan Wells book. This is a Dan Wells and Sanderson collab. Like they are co-authors on it, but I don't think that this is what he was working on when he was announced that he was like VP of creative. So, so you're saying maybe it was just Steel. more of a side project for both of them. And if it was like yeah. more of a main project that they're like devoting like company resources to, then it could be better. Company resources. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, you're right. I shouldn't scoff it. It's a legit company for sure. It just, it <laughs> seems like they're just kind of friends doing a project together. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like if what... we were to call Phantology time company time. Yeah, well, if we had 70 employees <laughs> yeah, 50, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, totally. I would hope that in the future, there's maybe a little more separation. So we can't pick out, this is the Dan Wells part, this is the Brandon Sanderson part. Instead, it's like, okay, Dan Wells is writing this book. Maybe him and Sanderson worked on the big plot together because it's in the Cosmere. Uh, but you know, Dan wrote all the characters, all the dialogue, everything. Like it's it's his book, basically. Mm-hmm. I, the the meshing of authors together, yeah, it it seemed kind of clunky. I mean, it, it just seemed like kind of a fun project that they did, and probably didn't spend you know a ton of time on. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean. I mean, again, if you're looking for like a kind of a pulpy six hour audiobook that you can listen to on like a road trip or something. And has like a very low barrier to entry, like say, you know, you're a fan of fantasy or whatever, or you're a fan of authors and you're trying to get your significant other to listen to this or even like a teenager mm. to listen to it or something. I think yeah. that it's, it's pretty fun. This isn't what I would give somebody if I wanted to get them into Sanderson though. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you're like, if you're listening to our podcast and you see a non-spoiler review, this is the situation I would recommend it for is like, if you have like a road trip that you're going to go on and you want to just be able to bench something on that road trip. Yeah, um, sure. That this would be a pretty fun thing to do. And if you've already be... made your way through all of Pantology's back catalog and you're right. like, of oh, course. Dang, yeah. I need something else to listen to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's, that's my recommendation for where this would like slot nicely. in. and if you're expecting that, wait, then I would, I think this, I think you would enjoy it. But, but again, is that, is it worth an audible credit though? Like that that's the tough thing. Right now, my audio I have audiobook credits to burn right now. So Yeah, I know. We we need to figure out what to do with that. But like for most people, <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't know if if like they're trying to decide between this and like getting one of other Sanderson's works on Audible. I'm like, I don't know if I really say, yeah, I use this on Audible. Is there another way to listen to it or is it just on Audible? You can get it through libraries. You can well, get it through libraries too. Yeah. But I don't know if it's on like Spotify or anything. Let me just see. Like uh Look at I don't know it's it's very hard to judge like what's worth an audible credit but to me six hours of like entertainment is worth ten or fifteen bucks. Yeah, like, I, I I guess, but it's just compared to what else. You're right. 
Well, yeah, sure. But that's like saying, I mean, you can go rent a bunch of movies th- for three bucks, but not all movies are the same quality, you know? So it's it's available on Libro FM, by the way, for 15 bucks, which is the same price as an Audible credit. And on Google Play Books for also 15 bucks. So, so it's the usual. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's that. it is kind of pricey. I'll give you that. I've always struggled with the Audible credits because you can get a 40-hour book for one, this you know, the same price right. as a six-hour book, well, which just this like, is what makes Audible. And... This is what makes Audible a really kind of what Sanderson's kind of trying to rail against when it comes to Audible. Like, yeah, right. not and a really so, good way of doing it. I guess, I guess, really fast to kind of address that because I feel like we should, and this is just basically parroting what he said on his release. Is this book is coming out on Audible for one because he had like a deal before he like took his stand, but also he kind of made it clear. I think it was in a podcast they did or like an announcement video that he's like, again, not trying to boycott Audible or not trying to get other people to boycott Audible, but just to make like a point with the secret project books. Yeah, we, we talked about it on, the, on our, what, what episode did we do on that, Stephen? We, we've talked about it. We've covered the it. The State of Sanderson. It was the yeah, State of the Sanderson discussion. But yeah. I don't think that this book had come out when you guys talked about that. So it really is right. like kind yeah. of the first thing that sent, that he's done since he kind of made that stand and then like it was immediately like releasing a book on audible so i you know it's something he addressed i figured we'd throw it on here too yeah so there you go for what it's worth uh there's our non-spoiler review of the book check it out let us know if you just horribly disagree like (laughs) i didn't love it but you know that doesn't mean that that you won't i don't know yeah if you're a fan of uh of you know bleeped out swears and like a fast place fast paced six hour plot and you're a fan of serial podcast then great and tell us on discord you know i don't think we like asked for opinions on this on discord and like nobody had read it so we uh we're well i mean i think a lot of times people people are just hesitant to spend the audible credit for six hours for a book that they don't really know anything about i would say this is one if if it's on libraries unless you have audible credits burn even if it's like just a few weeks wait, put a hold just like, and just wait just yeah. put a hold on it and whenever it comes up you're like oh sweet i get to listen to this now that's how i would recommend consuming this if you're interested in it i think it's worth the yeah. time i don't think it's worth the audible credit fair that's fair all right thanks guys talk to you later let's see all right